Hey guys, we're back. Here's me. I'm Naomi and we've got Christine Van Doren here, the author of the podcast Finding Purpose. And this is our second episode of our new series. I'm saying our, but it's yours, mom. It's your episode, uh, your new series, Christine, <laughs> called Conversations with um, Christine Van Doren. And I have the honor as your oldest daughter, you have five mm -hmm. daughters, to be interviewing you we swapped roles usually you're telling your story on your own and i want to ask questions and get to know you more and give our um, listeners the opportunity to be able to kind of peek behind the scenes and kind of hear about your process of making this podcast and much more so okay <laughs> <laughs> um this um in this episode we want to talk a little bit about the process of making the episodes and how it's been kind of a part of your life in these last months it's almost a year and then in the coming episode we'll talk about more personal questions of I want to ask you questions out of my perspective of certain things you've experienced and what certain things that you tell us in your podcast were like for you in detail so okay. today how have your days been filled in this last almost one year um in preparing this podcast? I mean, do you just need one evening a week or how, how has your, how has this been taking over your life? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it has been taking over my <laughs> life and it's interesting, uh, an interesting season for me because, um, seems like I have less to do than I used to. I used to have a much more busy schedule and I still have time for family and grandkids and everything. But, um, what I have experienced once I started in the beginning, I thought, oh, I'm just going to read what I wrote, you know, originally in English. And I realized it has to be more personal. And um, so I started once I started like talking like, well, I felt like this and this happened and remembering things about my husband who's been gone for many years now. Um I started realizing that that's really the the depth of my story is the things, you know, that you feel and experience. And it's taken me on an emotional roller coaster, I would oh, I say, because um, and the weird thing is so many people say to me, how can you remember those things? And I'm like, I didn't know I could remember those things. <laughs> and so once you start going back, you know, 45, 50 years ago and looking at photographs and reading things, it's like, it takes you back. Yeah. And my life has been busy, busy, busy. So many years raising a family and 10 grandchildren always, you know, go, go, go. And you don't think about the past and you don't think how things started. And so, yeah, it's been really an adventure. I had no idea I wow. would get was getting myself into this. <laughs> wow. Um, for me, it's really special that you've been doing this because I'm a mom now. And my daughters, the age that you were when you started, when you and when you start your first episode, you know, between 19 and 21. And um, it's really mm -hmm. interesting for me to kind of like being able to hear out of your perspective what was going on in your life and what you were mm -hmm. thinking and everything. And, and then watching my daughter, it helps me actually to have more understanding 
and empathy <laughs> and patience and trying to relate to her and what she's going through. And um, I don't know if you listened, uh, list, our listeners, if you heard our last episode of Conversations with Christine, we were talking about that my daughter, um, Adina, is the one who um, suggested you do this podcast. And yeah, right now she's, you know, gone in Australia, traveling around. And I'm always thinking, wow, oh, yeah. she's kind of in your, in your footsteps. I never did something <laughs> like that. And she actually reminds me of you a lot. And may I quick say on a side note in this episode, this is like my favorite color that I'm wearing right now. Ah. And I can see watching your camera that you've got that blanket in the background. Um, for all of you guys watching this video, <laughs> She has a blanket <laughs> that you crocheted when I was a baby in California in the teepee and you still yeah. have it. And it's this color. I just realized that maybe that's Purple, where, I, yeah. maybe it's your fault that this is my favorite color. Okay. Let's get back to business. Um, so you've been on this roller coaster ride and you had no idea that you could remember all this and you've had all this time. I mean, like I said, I think it's been like nine or 10 months by now that you've been doing this. Um, and you're reminiscing basically and experience kind of, are you kind of reliving certain things? Is it like definitely anxious again when you remember certain stories or make you fall in love again with my dad when you're talking about how you were meeting him? What, what has that been like? Well, um, the interesting thing is, is when you get older, you know, you, you can either just be busy, busy with life onward. But when you look back, of course you have, the wisdom and the perspective that you didn't have, you know, when you were 20 or 25 or whatever. Yeah. And I've been actually quite shocked at like, you know, uh, I was like, what, you know, I was thinking, you know, like, what were you thinking when you were 19 or 20, you know, all the yeah. dumb or foolish things, mm -hmm. but having fun, you know, it's all about having fun and adventure and my poor parents, you know, and like for you, your daughter's traveling across the world, but yeah. you can call her and video her. I, my, I was in West Berlin and my parents were in California and that was not possible. They, we had to wait on each other's letters, you know. <laughs> Incredible. How long would it take for a letter to like make it over the pond? <laughs> the pond. Um well, a week, 10 days, something like that. <clears throat> and we always wrote on airmail paper. So all of my um, filed letters from those days, it's on airmail paper, like really thin. Incredible. <laughs> because it was cheaper. Right. And how long would it take you to write a letter? I mean, nowadays people just quick grab their cell phone and send an audio. Yeah, see, no, you would write. <laughs> Well, depending on what kind of person you were and who you were writing to. I mean, um, my mother told me later when I was living in Berlin, so I was 20, they didn't expect that I was going to stay there when I went traveling. And um, she said, oh, you wrote terrible, depressing letters oh, no. <laughs> of all oh, the bad so things, bad. you know, and I was living in West Berlin in the winter and, and then all the things that happened, you know, just like, but those letters I don't have, she didn't save, she oh, didn't save her letters okay. over the years. And I didn't save the letters she wrote to me in Berlin, oh. like, and, but my mother-in-law saved letters. So those are the ones that I have. <laughs> Incredible. And there's also um, letters that dad wrote, right? Is that a lot of the letters that we're talking about here? 
Yeah, um, for example, I have them all here filed away. Like a so whole many. huge. Oh yeah, there, I've got like 50, whoops, 50 letters or so. Oh. And um, the very first letter I have is really amazing. And um, it's the draft that he wrote to me when he was 18. We met in West Berlin, then I went on traveling and I was quite sad about that. And then I wrote back to him from the Isle of Wight Festival in 1970. And I said, what would you think if I came back to Germany or yeah, I think I'm in love with you. Aww. I could get a job. And he wrote back to me and a week later, we were back in London at this hostel place. The letter arrived and that letter I have now. Um, and it's not because I saved it at the time, of course, but his mother saved all of his things and it was in his, you know, things in his room and, um, you know, found it many years later. <laughs> this is incredible. Do you, <laughs> yeah, um... it's, it's not only like if you have a letter, for example, here's something he wrote where you can see, Aww. you know, his, his style of writing and he always did these little cartoony figures and so you see the personality and um how old was he when he wrote that oh this particular thing um he wrote well he was in his 20s he the in this picture he he's writing we have two children we have two daughters now okay but the it's what's very like kind of emotional or special mm -hmm. is to actually be holding something that oh. he had in his hand and wow. you know and imagine like what was he thinking about when he was writing this you know he's saying with much joy we're so excited we have two daughters now and wow. um and that's the way it is with all the letters it's like i spend a lot of time reading through the letters and then like i i'm learning to meet this guy that i didn't even really know like parts of him that i didn't know by reading wow. these letters that he wrote. <laughs> so it's, is it also kind of romantic in a way? <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, the most of the letters that I have, he was writing to his mother about yeah. our life in California, but I have a lot of cards. I mean, mm -hmm. I always save cards our whole life. He was writing me birthday cards and yeah. love notes and um, wrote songs for me. Wow. And um but like I have in my memory, this 18 year old from the perspective of a 19 year old, you know, that we met and fell in love kind of pretty quickly in West Berlin. And we didn't know each other. We didn't know our backgrounds. And he didn't talk a lot about his family or his feelings towards his parents. Mm -hmm. um, we had some kind of deep conversations, but so much more that I've read and also listening to tapes that he's made over the years. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like falling in love again or also having more um, also sadness about yeah. his background because I didn't realize he had such a sad, troubling um, background as a child because his parents divorced. Yeah. And um yeah, it's fascinating. It's just really fascinating. 
I mean, you guys have such an amazing love story and um, it's lasted, you know, all the way up to this day and been such, such an inspiration, you know, for all of us five daughters. <laughs> and I think um, that we are all happily married is, you know, your the fruit of what you guys, you know, presented to us. And yeah, um, yeah it's such a such a gift, such a grace. Um, when um, you, you know, one thing about talking about Thomas and the letters and everything, um, because he's gone, he passed away in 99. Um, it's like some people say, isn't that too personal or whatever? And I always feel like, <clears throat> no, I mean, he always put his life out there to other people, everybody he met, he, That's he true. loved people and he was always very you know, simple and honest and yeah. forthright. And um, so I'm kind of, you know, I'm following kind of in his example. That's true. <laughs> and and um, I mean, I do have the freedom to talk about whatever I want, you know, the good and the bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it it's very different perspective speaking from the, pers you know, the point of being a widow for over 20 years, you know, yeah. so. Incredible. Um yeah I'm, I'm at a loss at a mo for a moment here thinking about gone and um yeah and you when you in these last few months when you've been working on this podcast how long do you like what how does your everyday life look like when you're preparing like because you I think you mentioned something to me about researching about those days period like in the cities and the music that was going on and remembering can you tell me a little bit about how that, what that has been doing with you of yeah. diving back into the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see how, how to start. Um, first of all, it's kind of one thing, the fact that I was like 18, 19, 20, I yeah. grew up, you know, in the summer of love hippie movement in near San Francisco. I was at all the rock concerts of the famous singers Mm -hmm. Um, that's why we, my sister and I went to Europe was to go to rock festivals and I was very much into the spiritual aspect. Um, I read all kinds of, you know, Indian books and philosophies and I started yeah. doing yoga and all of this and, um, and, but it, it's like, I have a whole different perspective of that, you know, now that I've lived my life <laughs> and where that all took me. And, mm -hmm. but when I started to talk about it, I realized, oh, I need to get back there in the past, <laughs> you know, because so much, it was just like done and gone. I never thought about those things. I haven't thought about those things, you know, since 1970s. Yeah. And um, so I, I looked a lot, you know, on the internet and YouTube and looked at old photographs and tried to get into the zone and the whole vibe of the thing, you know, and it's all about the music. That's how, that's how I started the first episode. It's all about the music. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you still listen to the music of those days? I didn't used to, but I have been the last few months. <laughs> and, and you know, the thing is many people say you'll, you'll hear a song um, from your past and then you remember where you were and what you were feeling. It's that's really true. Wow. And um so when I first, um, so I was writing our story and then I was pulling out the old photographs 
and thought, well, okay, I need to start showing people on Instagram what it looked like so they can imagine it, not only me talking about it, but see the pictures. Yeah. And, um, and then I found like on Instagram and Facebook, you can add music. So then I was looking up, you know, the Jefferson airplane and the Grateful Dead and Crosby, Stills and Nash and the Led Zeppelin and all of those concerts. And so the combination, just for me, my experience doing this yeah. was put a picture, you know, of my hippie garb and my long hair and everything. And then the music of Crosby, Stills and Nash, for example, um, it, then you start remembering even more things, you know, it's, it's unusual, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it really, really helps me. So I listen to that kind of music, you know, during the week, depending on which stories I'm writing about. Also the Beatles, I hadn't listened to the Beatles music, you know, forever. And I could, I remember all the words of all the songs, Do turn it remember? on. And I'll... <laughs> Do you remember turn that on, I just went to a Paul McCartney concert? Right. We did. Yeah. And, and, um, when I was a teenager, I wasn't listening to the Beatles that much, you know, and it was fascinating to me because that was probably like the eighties when the two of us went there and he sang for two and a half hours straight. And I recognized every song. Oh, it was like, interesting. These songs are so universal and have made the round so much and were so yeah. good that even he's still doing was, concerts yeah I he's know in his early 80s and he I, somebody said he does two and a half to three hour concerts it's incredible and mm -hmm. I mean how old are you now you're also you're you know you're a little bit older than 70 <laughs> and yeah. um and you're also still going strong you know and being creative and taking us into your story and putting all this effort in I mean I'm pretty amazed I know you know we talk and we can uh, have conversations and I hear that you're like every day you're working on the next episode, researching, going through the pictures, preparing the Instagram posts, writing out your text and writing out your, um, you put so much work into your episodes like that they have their own story, each of them. And um, I think that's pretty incredible and inspiring for, for myself, yeah. you know, when I get older. <laughs> and also um, it seems to me like it must be quite emotional um to be like reliving all of this stuff and yet it's 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 your now time you yeah know, it's so far away yeah. but yet it's you today yeah doing all of these things and sharing and so it's so real yeah incredible yeah I mean it it feels real to me I mean sometimes I feel like oh this is this is just too much <laughs> you know how did how did I get here you know and um but at the same time, I'm discovering, you know, new things about, you know, who I was in the past and how my life developed and also with, you know, Thomas yeah. and, um, yeah, it's, um, and the other thing that's, I feel challenging even maybe more so than learning how to speak, you know, with a microphone, <laughs> um, is the writing because when I wrote my German book, you know, there was a lot going on in our house. You guys were recording a CD. We would take turns being in the studio. You guys are recording, Debbie producing and me writing the book, then you yeah. translating. Yeah. And it was all done kind of quickly, but I was writing 
the whole story up until year 2000 or whatever. Yeah. But um, like, uh, I never considered myself a writer. I never planned on writing a book. And so what I do now is I, I listen to a lot of interviews with songwriters, sometimes authors. Um, I watch and listen to things that are from people who are writers and read articles. And so I feel like I'm learning to be a writer and loving it Yeah, <laughs> and, and trying to improve, you know, my vocabulary, which I feel is kind of limited in English, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, after all of these years of being in Germany. Yeah. But I feel like what I, what I experience is, or what I hope is that people listening to what I've written and how I'm talking about it, it, that it's kind of an experience for them. Like it is listening to a song, you know, a song is somebody's personal experience and the music, you know, kind of highlights it. And you're either, it makes you happy or you want to dance or it makes you sad and cry and what yeah. all these emotions. Yeah. And that's kind of what I go through in writing. And that's what I want. I hope comes through in what I write mm -hmm. and the way I speak about it. <laughs> yeah. Have you had moments of, you know, where you would have to break down crying or laughing? Um, oh, or... all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Almost every day. Really? really? It's like crazy. also crying? Yeah. Oh. It's crazy because I'm not the crying type, <laughs> <laughs> but um like, even if I'm just listening to music and I'm not, I mean, sometimes I actually have music going in the background while I'm writing. Yeah. So like, I feel like, you know, to keep me in this feeling, like I'm trying to write with feeling, you know, not just technical the story and the, you know, but um, yeah. And then sometimes I, when I'm, I remember funny stories of crazy things we did or your dad was very funny guy. And, and also in our hippie days, we did very, very crazy stuff. And um, even when I was recording, written it and recording at Debbie's studio, sometimes we both would have to laugh out loud. We'd have to like pause the microphone, you know, oh man, that was crazy. You really did yeah. that. Or you Tell me a little bit more about that. So Debbie, who's Debbie for some of the listeners who maybe aren't completely in the story, who's Debbie and tell me about the first time you recorded your first episode. Yeah, that was back. Um, yeah, quite a few months ago. Um, yeah, she's your, the youngest daughter of the family and she grew up since she was very young with you singing and is a singer now and a vocal coach. And um, she has a studio in her house, which is, not too far from where I live. And so she offered to record me. And even that I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I visited her in her studio and listened to her music, but yeah. never imagined sitting there with the microphone in front of my face. You know? <laughs> and um, so, but I mean, it's amazing because she's very busy that she offered, you know, to start recording these, um, you know, recording these episodes. So she gave me a lot of tips, tips as we went along. And sometimes, you know, I would be reading something and it would make me cry, you yeah. know, because of, I mean, it usually has to do with my husband who's not here anymore, <laughs> Yeah, but, um, it's, it can be all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
So I've kind of taken her on the journey with me. (laughs) She is the first person to hear the episode, you know, and listen to it. And, um, and then she does the final edit and adds your music, which I love. Uh And um, so, yeah. I mean, Adina and I, my my eldest daughter and myself, we've sometimes listened to some of your episodes together. Mm. which is incredible then because you're talking out of the perspective of a 20 year old, which is her age. And I'm listening oh, to funny. the perspective of <laughs> your daughter and remembering that I was a baby then. And sometimes, you know, I'm in your stories and we've <laughs> cried together. We'll be like, oh. um, but I think I just want to say thank you that you're putting all this work into it. And thank you for, um, you know, giving us a little bit of insight in your, in the behind the scenes story. Also for our listeners, um, because it's inspiring. I feel like it's inspiring to understand our mothers or our daughters, you know, our different generations. Also, maybe for all of us, as we're listening to also sometimes understand a little bit more what we're going through ourselves, just by hearing you being so open about, you know, and like you said, the good and the bad sharing so openly and also about your faith. Um, So it's really encouraging and strengthening, not just entertaining. And so (laughs) I just, you know, want to say thank you because it's really worth the effort that you're putting into it. I know you're putting a lot of work into it. And um, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard Christine Van Dorn's story yet, um, called Purpose, by now, I think it's around about 36 episodes. You definitely should listen, but definitely start, uh, go from the start, episode one, yeah. 70s yeah. in the Northern California. And yeah. um, God bless you. Uh, our listeners, God bless you. And mom, God bless you. And um, <laughs> you. I wanted to just remind you guys all to definitely um, keep your eyes out for the next episode where we're going to get much more personal with Christine and I'm going to hit you with more personal questions Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, talk to you soon. Listen to you soon. See you soon. All the best. Okay. Bye for now. <laughs>